0: Welcome to The Off Stump, a one-stop location for intellectual cricket discussions. Welcome everybody to this special episode of The Off Stump. I'm your host, Danush Today, I have Julie Balal with me and she is going to be discussing with me the ICC, ICC Women's World Cup that is happening currently in New Zealand. It's been two weeks since its inception and we have seen around 19 matches happen. And there has been a lot of crucial games and nail-biting contests that have been uh, going on over the last couple of weeks. We have to say a majority of those games have been extremely, extremely good when it comes to the competition between bat and ball. Apart from Australia, who have been extremely dominant in this World Cup, winning all the five games and making their spot in the semifinals. The rest of the teams are making their best and trying out their best in order to get that other three spots in the, in the semifinal berth. So, today I'll be having Judy with me, who is by herself a Mumbai cricketer, a former Mumbai cricketer. Currently, she is a PhD student doing her research and all this stuff. But beyond that, she is a reporter in the female cricket uh, website, female cricket, and the host of the female cricket live show that, is how, that will happen on the female cricket YouTube channel, Facebook page, and uh, Twitter on the Twitter handle as well. She has been a cricketer by herself with more than 10 years of experience. In
1: cricket? Yeah. yeah. Yes. We so can she has an
0: ample amount of knowledge when it comes to women's cricket. And she is one of my first friends whom I have to say that I have known through my association with uh, Female Cricket Live. So you can follow Female Cricket Live and go subscribe to their YouTube channel. I will be doing, I will also be a part of their uh, their conversations daily at 8 p.m. where we preview the matches of the World Cup happening currently. So you can join us at 8 p.m. every day. till the the World Cup happens till April 3rd. And you can listen to our discussions, see our discussions, as we talk a lot about Women's World Cup that is happening right now. So today, Julie, welcome to the show at first place. Um, How are you feeling after today's game? New Zealand, the home side, they are knocked out of the tournament. And this is a very few, we, we don't see it regularly, where the home side itself gets knocked out in the early stages. It's not early stages, it's the business end of the tournament for sure. But seeing a home team uh, getting animated so early, how did you feel?
1: Honestly, it was completely unexpected to see hosts New Zealand being knocked out. You can say at the business end of the tournament. Of course, being the hosts, we were expecting them at least to qualify for the semi-finals. Not if they win the finals, that is a different ball game. But at least qualify for the semi-finals and give their fans some hope that yes, the World Cup is being played in New Zealand and their team is there in the semi-finals at least. Because uh, last time when New Zealand hosted the World Cup, it was in the year 2000. And they went on to win the championship. So I'm sure there must be some pressure on this New Zealand team also to perform to their best. But unfortunately, they were not able to deliver. And today's game, yes, against the defending champions, England. They have totally arrived. We can see that. Two consecutive wins for England against India and now against New Zealand. So they have completely arrived in this World Cup. And yes, again, it was a nail-biting thriller, we can say. It didn't go till the last over of the match. But yes, uh, our heart was in the mouth because I think one wicket was there in hand for New Zealand and they had to get eight runs, sorry, for England. So it it was anybody's game. And that small rain interruption, I think uh, that helped New Zealand to some extent as they could get three four three wickets in that period. So yes, it was uh, an amazing match uh, for today. And yes, hoping to see some more nail-biting finishes because I think we have had already... Eight out of the nineteen matches that have gone till the last over, so hoping for some more.
0: Yeah, I don't think so many people have their nails left while seeing their <laughs> matches because it's been so competitive, right? And as you said, uh, yeah, I was I was pretty uh, jolly and I was sitting back and I wasn't I wasn't following the match. I was just seeing the scorecard and it was like one fifty four uh, five or 154 fifty 150 four four something. I was like. Yeah, 50 runs, they will score off easily England will win this match. But then all of a sudden, I see the WhatsApp group, one of the WhatsApp groups uh, starting uh, having a chat out there. The match is completely turned around and it has gone to the wire. And then I tell my brother to once again switch on the match and I'm like, okay, it's 199 for nine, so it can go anyways. And uh, finally, we saw how uh, Anya Shrubsold was able to score those boundaries and win the match for the team. Uh, Talking about, uh, let us talk about New Zealand first because as we are our discussions on the Female Cricket Live channel as well, uh, I said this thing where in the five matches, six matches that they have played, they should have won four matches and they should have lost two matches. Or they should have won five and lost one. Apart from the match where they lost pretty handsomely by the Australian side, all the the other three games that they lost, today's match against New Zealand, then against England, the first match against West Indies and the match against South Africa. All those matches were. Uh, easy win or in, or, or they were in a situation where they could have won the match which they weren't able to. Uh, so, what was the, what is the reason, uh, do you say? It is the batting not being up to the mark because of their standards or it is a whole team effort that didn't uh, come up in this
1: tournament for it? So, I feel that New Zealand is more of a batting side than a bowling side if we look at because they have those top four guns who were in very good form just before the World Cup. In the India series, we all saw what they could do with the bat. Sophie Devine, of course, the captain. Then Susie Bates, former captain. Amy Satterthwaite, also former captain, and Amelia Kerr, young all-rounder for New Zealand. They were in good form in the India series, which was played just before the World Cup. So there were a lot of expectations from the top four New Zealander batters, but they were not able to deliver. I think only in one match they went past 250, which was against West Indies, which they went on to finally lose by just three runs, as they could not. Chased down 260 as they were restricted to 256. So, I, th- I don't think apart from that match, they could go past that 250 run mark, if I'm not wrong. So, I think batting was the weak link for New Zealand. Because uh, so far, if we see the venues, they have been more batting friendly. And uh, there is very little in the hands of bowlers. So, you are completely at the mercy of the batters. So, your batters need to post at least 275 runs if they want to give your bowlers some chance because the ground dimensions are such that it does not assist the bowlers to that extent. So it is important for the batters to perform. So I feel the New Zealand batting did not click. That is why probably that could be the downfall. And yes, uh, uh, you have to hold on to your nerves when you are playing those crunch games, of course, against West Indies, South Africa, and today against England. Uh, given the fact that New Zealand have been the big match players that they have been over the years. It was very surprising that they could not hold on to their nerves and they just crumbled to the pressure that was there.
0: Yeah, as you say, big match players. In this World Cup, if you ask me who are the big match players, I will say South Africa. They have won all their, all their four games. In the last over, if I'm not wrong, everything has been an air-biting contest when it comes to South Africa. They are giving, like we say in Hindi, right? Paisa Vasul match. That has been happening from their side consistently. And they have been able to win those key moments. The moments where the match is decided in the last three, four overs. That is where they have been able to score runs. The batters, the lower down batting order has been really good. Even the fast bowlers have been really good. Ayabonga, Kaka, uh, Shepnim, Ismail and um, Arisana kap Maybe the best three, uh, the top three fast bowlers in this tournament in a mile is what I can say. Uh, but even though Australia have won 5 matches, there hasn't been one specific player that has uh, stood out for them. It's been a team effort for their side. But in this side, every single match, you see one or the other player stepping up and taking that responsibility. How impressed are you with the South African performance in this World Cup
1: in now? I'm pretty impressed. So far, they have played 4 matches and they have went on to win all the 4 matches. Whether they have won on the last over or wherever it is. But they at the end of the day, what do you see is 8 points in their kitty. So that is important for the South African team. And as this men's team, men's team of South Africa is often called chokers. I think the women's team have completely proven that they are no, no chokers at all and they are there to fight it. And I think probably the 2017 semi-final loss could be in their minds when they lost to England. And also the 2020 T20 World Cup, which we saw when they lost uh, because of the rains. actually, that they were unfortunate to miss out on the final berth. So I think these two losses in the semi-finals, in the ICC events would be in their minds and they would want to go out all guns blazing in this edition of Women's Cricket World Cup. And uh, apart from South Africa, yes, Australia, as you said, they have been doing good. And one player, as you rightly mentioned it, one player has not stood out. Rachel Haynes, of course, leading run getter with, with close to 320 runs so far in the tournament. But then none of the bowlers has been exceptional. If you look at the top wicket takers, you will not find a Australia any Australian bowler's name in that list of top wicket takers. So, it is pretty surprising. But uh, at the end of the day, you can say that it, is, it has been a good team effort. Every match, there has been different player of the matches. Whenever Australia has won, I think only Elise Perry has won it twice in a row. But again, you had Elisa Healy in one match, Rachel Haynes in the other. So, it is good to see that Australia is putting a good team effort in place.
0: Yeah, definitely. The way Australia have been playing this whole World Cup, they are like the perfect 11. I, we always say that, right, when you come into the World Cup, in the first with seven matches being there, in the first couple of matches, if you find your perfect 11, you can back that to the rest of the tournament. And that is what they have been doing. Ashley Gardner, due to the COVID uh, concerns, she was out of the side for the first two games. But the moment she came in, that perfect 11 was out there for them, and they have been exceptional after that, irrespective of conditions, irrespective of grounds they have been playing. They have uh, stick stick to their standards and they have been able to live up to that level. As, uh, absolutely, the bowlers haven't uh, stood out. There hasn't been one specific bowler that has went out and took three, four wickets in every single match. It has been a team effort, and that is the reason is what I feel there isn't a highlight player in in Australia, but it's the whole team that is being highlighted with their performance. Moving on, let us talk about uh, West Indies, another team which, like South Africa, are being giving exceptional uh, box office matches. Uh, the bangladesh match a couple of days ago was excellent the the first match the way they started the tournament with a bang that deandre Totten last over was something that set the tournament on fire if you if if you ask me the reason why this world cup has been so excellent so far one of the prime reasons would be west indies for sure because of their exceptional performances against bangladesh in all the three victories that they have had new zealand bangladesh and england uh, how do you, how impressed and how uh, how how great you feel to see this West Indies side who are known for being a side where only a couple of players will play but the rest of the side will not so step up. But this West Indies side is a more team unit. Everyone is stepping up. Everyone is lifting their hands and performing. How uh, impressed with, are you with their performance?
1: So before this World Cup, everybody had this thing in mind that West Indies is more of a T20 side because they had this 2016 T20 win to their name. But come the 50 format, you don't find the West Indian women's team performing. So, I think it's similar to the men's team as well. They're very good in the T20 format, but when it comes to the 50-hour format, they are a little shaky. But uh, yes, their World Cup opener to host New Zealand and three-run finish. So, that was incredible. In that match, they had good run with the bat, with the ball, and of course, on the field as well, So which was amazing and refreshing to see. Also, we know that these Caribbeans, they're like very colorful personalities. They are always smiling, they are enjoying their game. Irrespective of the result, they are always enjoying themselves on the field. So I think that is one of the reasons for their success in this World Cup. And uh, yes, so they started off their World Cup on a very positive note, beating New Zealand and England. Then a couple of losses to India and Australia. And now again, they had a win over Bangladesh, which was again a nail-biting one. So yes, they are still in the semi-final position plays that they have a chance to make it to the semifinals. But yes, the next two games will be important for West Indies. So pretty impressed with their performance. And uh, yes, let us hope that they make it to the semifinals finals because um, uh, I was reading one of the interviews by their leading wicket taker, of Anisa Mohammed. So she said that she does not want to retire from cricket with that T20 World Cup win. She wants that 50-year World Cup win in her kitty as well. So probably she has completely encouraged and motivated the girls that yes, this is our year, and we want the 50-year World Cup also. So let us see what happens going ahead.
0: Yeah, definitely. With the with two games left, they will be playing Pakistan tomorrow. I feel that they have the larger opportunity to win tomorrow's game, and they have South Africa later. So uh, since then, I don't think they need five wins. One more victory is enough. If they win tomorrow's match, pretty much they are into the semifinals along with. Uh, Australia and Australia have already sealed, and South Africa who are pretty much sealed their spot as well. Now let us talk about two teams that are unfortunately in the similar situation. Uh, the finalists of the 2017 World Cup, India and England. Uh, India had a good start against Pakistan, then not so good game against uh, New Zealand where nothing went well for them. Maybe the last ten overs with the ball was good, but batting was really horrible. Then they had an exceptional performance against West Indies where the bat where the batters were really good. And then once again, uh, two really bad matches against uh, against England where they were just knocked out by the English side and Australia match where I feel that they, were, they, they came in as a batting unit, but the bowling unit wasn't able to uh, provide that support that the batting had already provided to them. How did you feel about India's performance and also England? The first three matches they lost in very close encounters and then they went into a situation where it is a 2 or die every single game. And I feel that when you are in a do or die situation, uh, it is easy for any team to go in one direction. There isn't a thing where they have to be worried of other other stuff. They have to be just like we have to win all the games. And with that mindset, they have been going on and they have won two really good games against India and, uh, India and New Zealand. And with two more matches against uh, Bangladesh and Pakistan who are in the weaker side of the tournament, I feel England have a better chance qualifying than India. Do you feel so?
1: Yes, I, 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 I'm I not pretty happy when I have to say yes that England have a better chance of qualifying than in India given the fact that they are going to take on Bangladesh and Pakistan who are relatively weaker sides out of the eight teams that we have in the World Cup. And just yes, talking about India, I think they have been blowing hot and cold in this World Cup. A win, a loss, then again a win, again a loss. So it is not doing any good to the Indian team. And as you said about uh, England, when you have only one way to go, it is either do or die for you. So, you know what to do. And probably England, they have struck form at the very right time. They may have lost the first three games, but now they're back in form winning two consecutive matches. India, on the other hand, have not able to manage to win two consecutive matches, so which is a big thing. And so, in one match, we see the batters performing for India. In the other, you see bowlers performing. But a collective team effort is still lacking as far as the Indian team is concerned. So, now, given the two matches that India is going to have, one, of course, against South Africa and the other against Bangladesh. So, if we can assume that probably India will win against Bangladesh, also not to rule off the fact that Bangladesh won against Pakistan, so they can cause upset any day. So, India, at no cost, can take this Bangladesh team very lightly. And, of course, when they play against South Africa, who have been invincible so far in the tournament, it is, again, going to be a big challenge. So, right now, if we see India has a relatively weaker chance of qualifying to the semifinals compared to England. And of course, England has a stronger chance given the fact that they are playing against Bangladesh and Pakistan.
0: Yeah, with uh, with this World Cup coming to the business and we have like eight more matches left in the league stage. Uh, one team that made their debut in this World Cup were Bangladesh. And if you see the whole uh, eight teams that are there in this World Cup, no one expected Bangladesh to be performing uh, as good they have performed. Yeah, they have lost uh, three of their matches, but but all the games that they have played till now, they have played their hearts out, they have played till the end, they have given their best, and that win against Pakistan is more of a confidence booster for their whole country, for the whole cricketing unit of Bangladesh women's cricket. It's not just about the 11 players that are playing out there, it's for the whole team of Bangladesh that, are, that, that support their squad uh, in Bangladesh, so... How impressed, how happy are you to see a new team like Bangladesh who are new to this women, especially the women who are new into this World Cup format and all these things, debuting in this World Cup and being so good against really good teams and performing and stepping up to them?
1: I think uh, when Bangladesh won against Pakistan, many people were surprised, including us, of course. But we have to remember that Bangladesh had defeated Pakistan in the qualifiers as well. And if we go back a few years, Bangladesh had defeated India in the Asia Cup, which is played in the T20 format. So, Bangladesh, uh, despite the fact that they are not considered or they are not in the ICC reckoning so far, they are a very good side. Also, I think uh, during that time, they were coached by former India player Anju Jain when they went on to beat India in the Asia Cup. So, this Bangladesh team, they definitely have the talent. But uh, the only reason probably that they were not doing well was because of the lack of exposure. They do not play as many international matches as do the other ICC-affiliated teams do play. So Bangladesh, that is why, probably did not uh, have a good run over the years. But yes, uh, in talking about this World Cup, pretty impressed with Bangladesh's performance. Some young players like Nahida Astar, just 19 years of age, a good left arm spinner. She's a genuine wicket-taker. Then you have the top-order batter in Fargana Hope. She has been very impressive. Couple of half-centuries to her name at the top of the order. And of course, the captain, Nigar Sultana Jyoti, who's leading from the front. And the other day when they lost to West Indies, uh, when we saw tears in our eyes, even my eyes were moist. Because just by four runs, Bangladesh went on to lose that match against West Indies. And who knows if Bangladesh would have won that match against West Indies. We will be talking about different semi-final positions right now. Probably Bangladesh could have been in the contention as they would have got four points. And India, England also have four points at this stage. So yes, the Bangladesh team has been uh, very good. Uh, Also on the field, if we see, they are pretty happy, enjoying themselves. They are not afraid about the result. And when you have that mentality, so you are definitely bound to get success because you are playing fearless cricket. You have nothing to lose. So that is why you will go out there and uh, enjoy yourself. So Bangladesh has been really impressive in this World Cup. Yeah,
0: there is only...
1: What are are your thoughts on uh, Bangladesh's win over Pakistan?
0: Uh, I was, as I, I as I was saying in our conversation on female cricket live, I said that I want to see a, an upset between Bangladesh and Pakistan. I want to see Bangladesh win. I was supporting them, and the way they won, it was a team effort once again. They restricted them to a low score, and, the, and they were able to play extremely well against against uh, Pakistan, and they were able to showcase their complete skill. And they weren't like we aren't we aren't the guys who are, the girls who have to be taken uh, lightly, and with with the games that they have against india against the uh, whom they are playing uh, other side against england right they will be playing yeah, against england. yeah so the, they have they have the chances of uh, spoiling sport we all know this yeah. thing right where a team that has already done and dusted they will come and um, and and play against one of the content contenders and defeat them and the contention side will have a huge problem after that we have seen a number of tournaments happening like that we, we rem- the 2015 world cup i remember where Bangladesh defeated England, and England were knocked out of the World Cup. (laughs) And that was something that no one expected back seven years ago. And and Bangladesh, over the last few years, men or women, we are seeing them step up their game, step up their standards. And I am impressed with the way the women have played in their debut World Cup itself. And it's only uh, a good upward trajectory from now on. Anything that you expect from Bangladesh must be even more better performances, even more consistency, more victories against big teams. It won't be an upset against any big team if Bangladesh continue to proceed the way they are proceeding right now. Now, Julie, with uh, the tournament coming to the business end with 19 matches happening so far, uh, who, are, who is that one specific batsman that you have really loved and one specific bowler that you have uh, extremely loved to see the bowling Who are those two players uh, that you have been exceptionally
1: impressed from? So, talking about the batters, I've been uh, very impressed with South Africa's Laura Wolpert. So, she's just 22 years of age. She opens the batting for South Africa. And uh, given the fact that her usual opening partner, Lizil Lee, was not available for the first two matches, she shouldered the batting responsibility with some maturity. I think she already has a couple of half-centuries in the... Four matches that she has played and she though she must have not uh, won the player of the match for any of the matches that South Africa have played so far, but her contributions were really incredible. And if South Africa were not able to post those totals in excess of 200, which was, of course, because of Laura Wolpert, I don't think the bowlers would have got any score to defend. Uh, so, I think uh, Laura Wolpert has been pretty impressive. Also, I was following her uh, during the 100 and uh, I think she played for the Northern Superchargers. In the 100 competition, which took place in uh, England last year. So, yes, again, there she was very impressive. So, and uh, given the fact that she's just 22 years of age, she has at least uh, 12 to 15 years of cricketing career left with her. And also, I remember the other day when we were talking to Dinesha Devnaren, the former captain of South Africa during female cricket life, she said that uh, Laura Woolford can bat the entire day. If it was like an eight to five job, Laura Woolford can bat the entire day. So, that kind of determination and dedication you need to become a good batter. And also, I think Dinesha mentioned that she is the biggest critic of herself. And when a person is the biggest critic of herself or himself, then he or she goes an extra mile to improve himself or herself every day. So, I think uh, that, is, that has been very impressive about uh, Laura wilbert And uh, with regards to bowlers, uh, I am impressed with uh, Darcy Brown, I would say. Again, a young fast bowler from Australia when you have somebody like a Megan Shute and Elise Perry who are playing their 4th or 5th World Cup and when you have to bowl alongside them. So, it is really daunting for a 19-year-old who is just coming out of their state-level cricket tournaments. So, pretty impressed with Darcy Brown from Australia. I think she has been good. She has bowled well with the new ball. She has troubled the batters. Also, the other day against India, she was impressive. She picked up 3 for 30 in her 8 overs. So yes, very impressed with uh, Darcy Brown, and I think that even she, just like Laura Wolford, has a bright future ahead of her. Who, yeah, who have been your from my, from
0: my side? Also, it's the same, sir. Uh, I am also having the same two names, Laura wolford and Darcy Brown, because Darcy Brown, being 19 years old, just into the international cricket, and the amount of maturity she has shown, and the way she has utilized the new ball. Uh, if, if she is with, Megan Struth is number three when it comes to world number world rankings, but but more than her, it's been Darcy Brown who has performed extremely well with the ball in this World Cup for Australia when it comes to fast bowlers. And uh, Laura Woodford as well. She has been like scoring three back-to-back 50s. And I feel that all the games she had the potential to go to 100, but unfortunately she got dismissed. And with a couple of games left against India and Australia, if she gets a big one in either of those games, I am I will be really happy to see because she has the potential and she will be that uh, that best player of the of the of the tournament at the end of this uh, of this World Cup is what I feel. Apart from her is uh, Haley Matthews is one more name that I am extremely impressed with. She won the Emerging Player of the of the of the uh, Emerging Player of 2021 last year, and the way she has performed with both bat and ball. Now uh, with bat she has been really good opening the batting, giving those good starts. She scored an amazing century in the first match itself against New Zealand. And with the ball, 4 for 15 in the previous game against Bangladesh. Uh, she is uh, a main uh, piece in that uh, West Indies unit. If you remove her, it is a complete different unit altogether. With the presence of uh, Haley Matthews, she is more like a Chris Gale, like a Kiran Pollard for West Indies, if you com- compare it to the men's cricket. So these are the three players that I am impressed. And as far as uh, talking about, as we talk about the champions that, that we can expect going into the world, going into the Semi-finals of this tournament. I feel that South Af- Australia will win this World Cup once again. I feel the seventh title is uh, is waiting for them. And with the, with the way they have been performing, it's been a team effort. There isn't uh, dependency on one specific player like other teams. Uh, and I feel that they have the potential. Uh, but South Africa is one more team also. But with but their batting apart from Laura Goodford hasn't been that good. So, I feel that Australia are the ones that I see lifting the World Cup at the end of this uh, tournament. Whom do you see winning the championship?
1: Mm, I think uh, South Africa will make it to their first ever World Cup championship because I feel that uh, for Australia, probably the law of averages is going to hit them. Maybe uh, either in the semi-final or I don't know, the next match also. Let us see. But uh, because this is a team that has not seen defeat in this World Cup and uh, if you if if i take you back to the t20 world cup that was played last year that was played in 2020 in australia india they were invincible and only in the finals they went on to lose so i th- i think you need that one defeat somewhere in the league stage of course not in the semi final but at least in the league stage just to give you a taste of how defeat also you know feels like so i think uh, probably south africa could be the team that we may see rising as the champions
0: yeah, I hope so with the performance that we have seen in the first half till now. I feel the deserving finalists is Australia and South Africa. Let us see how the whole situation goes, how the business end of the tournament. Every match is a crucial match from now on. Uh, let us see who will be the top four. Will India make it to the, to the top four? Will West Indies seal their spot tomorrow against Pakistan? A lot of answers, uh, a lot of questions to be answered uh, in, a, in, a, in a similar sense. So thank you, Julie. Uh, for joining me and uh, having this amazing discussion. We had a great 20-25 minutes of discussion and talked the various uh, stuff out here about the Women's World Cup so far. Uh, thank you for joining me. And uh, after this World Cup is done, let's have one more discussion and see how the whole World World Cup went on. Will there be any other players apart from Laura Wolfert or Haley Matthews stepping up during these crucial situations? Let us talk about those stuff as well. Thank you for joining Juri for today. Thank you. Thank you,
1: Dhanush, for having me.